Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. Hello, Spirit School listeners. Welcome to your July Spirit Messages. Here we meet again. And I want to start by saying thank you for the positive feedback from the June Spirit Messages. I was very vulnerable and transparent with you guys that I was in midst of my Goddess Week, of my PMDD, which you can go Google what that is. I've been a little bit more open and transparent about this condition that I have that I've had since 2016 and have been trying to manage as best I can. And it ended up being a very powerful channeling session because I had no choice but to get out of my own way. So today is yet another experiment because here I am amongst my PMDD Hell Week once more. It just so happens to line up with the first of the month-ish. Right now it's June 28th. And I find myself in a very similar position as last month. I'm about to teach a class on spirit guides right now in the Spirit School Collective. There's an opportunity if you listen till the end, you can join me next week for a free five-day spirit guide experience where every day I will go live to share a teaching about spirit guides, guide you guys through a visualization and give you a bit of homework for the day with the intention of strengthening your confidence and connection to your relationship with your guides to be able to receive their guidance a little bit more clearly. So listen to the end for more details or just check out the link below. Earlier today, I woke up with the feeling around PMDD, which is very much racing thoughts. I can't put a cohesive thought together. This kind of like anger feeling inside, sporadic crying. And I could tell just by the way I was responding to my husband that she was here. My PMDD Hell Week, which is what the PMDD community calls it, has arrived. So I was contemplating moving my class today to the weekend because I have in the past found it incredibly hard to show up during this time in a way that I like to show up, that I enjoy showing up, which is light and hopeful and positive and all the amazing things. But last month really did show me that there was power to showing up in this raw state of not feeling rainbows and butterfly, not feeling incredibly joyful and just kind of seeing what happens. And when I was communicating with spirit this morning saying, you know, I think I want to postpone the spirit guide class. I kept getting no, go through with it. And then I reached out to two of my nearest and dearest and was telling them the situation. I was in tears. I think I need to move this class. And both of them said, I think that you should continue. I think that you should show up anyways. And so I will. I have made that decision to see what life is like if I just show up in this like really powerful time for me, which is also a very scary and vulnerable and tender time for me as well. So all this to say that the June Spirit Messages was the first time that I kind of just really surrendered into spirit and said, okay, you have to take the wheel because I 
don't know how to think or feel right now. I just can't get my bearings on anything. And so it was a real opportunity for me to really hand over my energy to the world of spirit. And what I experienced was it really landed and resonated with you guys in a way that it never has before. So we're just going to see what happens this month once more. I didn't receive any preconceived messages from them. So what you experience as part of this episode is going to be very purely from spirit for you guys. Now, let me kind of feel into where I want to go next with this. One of the conversations that I was having with the world of spirit yesterday as I was preparing to enter back into the work that I do, I take a week off a month. I try to line it up with my cycle as best I can, but I got a little bit knocked off cycle last month because of some high emotions with world events that happened last month. And of course, we had more world events occur in the past week, which have really ignited a collective outrage and anger amongst women and non-men. And even some of our men are alongside us in this outrage. And I was looking to spirit yesterday to say, is there anything that you can tell me? Is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can guide to tell people and myself how to call our power back at this moment, how to bring our energy back within? Because when we feel such outrage and anger, we're very expanded is the only word I could say. It's like we're even more expanded than when we're walking around kind of complacent. And I was feeling that expansion. It's a good expansion in a lot of ways, but sometimes it could be too much to handle. And Spirit really did remind me of the message last month around how we would be called in the month of June to learn to sit with some discomfort. There's something about some big change and some big actions taking place by sitting in this discomfort and by allowing this discomfort to motivate us, to propel us forward, and to not become complacent during this time. So the world of spirit is asking us to continue to sit with this discomfort a little bit longer, and there will be a call to action. I do feel that. I do feel that there are changes on the horizon. I can't get the sense of specifically what that is, but what they have made me feel that there will be so many people just sitting in this collective discomfort that big changes and action will be taken from this space. And so therefore, it makes sense last month why so many teachings and lessons came through around needing to be within this discomfort a little while. Discomfort isn't necessarily bad. Discomfort isn't necessarily something to avoid. If you follow me on Instagram, I made a very what could be considered polarizing post, I never enter into polarizing conversations because I consider spirit school to be a very much non-judgmental, fully inclusive space. And that is what I've been guided to create. And that's what I will continue to create. But I will say that what I was seeing take place over the weekend after the news broke, and I don't need to mention it by name, but we know the decisions that have been made and we know that this impacts all women because we are all connected, connects with anyone who really wants change in the world and to see more feminine leadership, more divine feminine leadership in this world. And so many of us are being called up into positions of leadership, which really does only threaten other people's positions of power. And a lot of people will make 
decisions and choices for the collective to keep things the same and not just keep things the same, but also set us back a little bit. But what I have seen, which really I found to be a harmful narrative happen amongst amongst spiritual influencers this past weekend, which enraged me to the point of speaking up about it, was that so many people who I would even consider to be friends were sharing content and creating content that was completely spiritual bypassing and light washing. And you can Google and research those two terms what has been going on in the world and what has been going on in the planet that we chose to come into an embodied experience in for this lifetime. And to me, it was bypassing in a way that was aggressive in the sense where it really kind of separated the woke and unwoke, the enlightened and not enlightened, the conscious and the unconscious. By saying things like to feel anger over this means that you are to be losing a war or that you are not yet awakened. And this was a very common message I saw within the first 48 hours of this news breaking. And it really enraged me because one, and I think that a lot of us have been guilty of this as we first start to tap into spirituality, where we get to reach these higher elevations and these higher levels of consciousness that there's almost an escapism that happens where we continue to try to rise above and escape the reality of the 3D to get to the higher levels of consciousness. Like that's where we're supposed to exist. And I used to be a little bit like that too, but that can be very harmful because we chose to come here in this embodiment to have this human experience. I chatted with spirit about the things that was bothering me around it. And I said, you know, to me, it feels a little bit manipulative. It feels like it creates more not enoughness in the spiritual space, which spirit school works tirelessly to address because we are all worthy of a divine connection. We are all worthy of serving the world of spirit in ways that we feel passionate about. But creating an atmosphere amongst our spiritual sisters and brothers in this space constantly makes people feel like they're not good enough. And the truth of the matter is there is a reason why we chose to embody and become embodied at this time in this place, in this space of the world, right? Like I am in North America. I chose to come in in the year 1982 as a white passing BIPOC woman who ends up raising two incredible beings If you bypass some feelings, and I know this because this has been my personal experience and it's taken me a lot of healing to unpack all the years of bypassing my emotions, the body does keep score. It will catch up to us one day. And it's taken me until almost into my 40s to realize that often sitting with the uncomfortable emotions that come up as being part of this human experience are necessary to the growth and evolution of our kind. So something was really kind of rubbing me the wrong way with some of these posts coming out saying, you know, to be angry right now is to be like losing a war. You played right into their hands. When it's no, this is the anger. This is the drive. This is the emotion that is going to drive change that we want for the ones to come. 
you see. And so when I chat with the world of spirit and say, what say you of raising consciousness as individuals, aka the collective, because what happens to one happens to all? One of the first things that they said and showed me was pet an animal. Pet your dog. Pet your cat. Feel how you expand in that moment. You expand in heart. You expand in aura. You completely blend with the spirit world when you sit and engage with animals and pets. They showed me that every single time we show up to channel, every single time we show up to be healed or to heal someone else, every time we have spiritual conversations around things that take us and lift us out of this human experience, helps us raise our consciousness. Reading spiritual books, consuming spiritual content, having conversations about what you have learned, sharing what you have learned for others are all ways that we little by little, step by step, and they showed me last year how impactful the compound effect was, we are making great strides and changes individually as well as collectively to raising this consciousness. We don't need to bypass anything. We don't need to say that it is beneath us to feel into what is happening to our fellow humankind while we are here. We will be coming back into this place. We will have children raised in this place. We will have grandchildren coming into this place. And it feels negligent to bypass what is happening here in Earth School. And so a lot of your spirit message for the month of July is seeing where you may feel like you might be skipping over some steps. Maybe there is a bit of bypassing happening. And the other thing the world of spirit really made me aware of, and I talked about this in my community yesterday, the collective, and what I was saying to them is there are some people out there and some of you who will be listening who can't carry this. They just can't. They are tapped out. They are stretched to their max. And that is okay because the rest of us will carry the load. And I'm covered in shivers as I talk about this, so I know Spirit really wants me to say this. There are some things that you have carried for me in the past that I was not able to hold myself. We trade this for one another. We trade these roles. So not everything that happens to us collectively will affect you the same. And some of you are feeling bad about not feeling as affected as others. And the world of spirit just simply says, this is not yours to carry right now. And do not worry about it. Do not feel bad. There are others carrying it on your behalf. And they're carrying it with the permission of the soul and spirit. It is not an extra burden to them to carry it for you. So please do what is immediately in front of you and focus on what is immediately placed in front of you at this time to manage your energy for the next little while. Because, you know, there's still some time to go when it comes to this little kind of chaotic energy that we have been experiencing. I feel like we still have many months to go with this. And we're in this together, okay? We're in this together. So. What I recommend that you do at this time is be very careful of the content that you consume. Be discerning around it. 
you may see some of your favorite spiritual teachers and maybe even me, maybe even something I have said in this episode has made you feel like, I don't know about this. That's okay. I would rather you have that doubt and discernment than follow me or anyone else blindly. But pay attention to that contraction when you read something or see something, because there's a lot of people out there right now, which I have seen, kind of weaponizing spirituality in the sense where they claim to hold the truth and they claim to know the truth. Truth is such a powerful word right now. There's an energy behind it that is very polarizing. One thing Spirit has said to me, and I've said this before on the podcast, is they have said there are multiple coexisting truths around us at all times. And it's almost like a choose your own journey, what truths you put on like a jacket or a blanket. They're actually showing me, is this a blanket? It's like you put on the truth that fits good for you at this moment. So sometimes when I see some of these spiritual influencers sharing their perspectives, they do it in a way that feels manipulative because they say, because I have this connection to spirit, this is true. And that can leave little room to have your own discernment or your own evolution of that spiritual philosophy or thought. So just continue to be discerning, continue to pay attention and go a little bit deeper into your solar plexus and your heart if you feel contracted in any way around something someone is saying. Because I get the sense that spirit is really telling us during this time that a lot of our own truths, a lot of our own clarity will come from within first. If we continue to consume and look for clarity outside of ourselves, we will continue to be in a spiral that keeps us searching for more. And spirit does want us to, when we feel that contraction happen, to just go within, just get a thought and look for that thought to come through. And then what they will reveal to us after, in the same way that ignited that contraction, is evidence to back up our thought and feeling. Again, keeping in mind there is divine reason why we have different truths. There's divinity at play here that we cannot quite comprehend because of our limitations in this human experience. Why are there so many opposing truths out there? Why are there so many people claiming to know the truth and they're all saying slightly different things. And there's so many people saying the same things. There's a reason for that. I do very much get the sense, even as I'm kind of channeling this, that we are on the precipice of incredible change. I do feel that by the time my time is done on this planet, things will look very different in our societal structure, in our governance structures in the structure in which we engage with one another in continent, country, township, place, one another. We are on the brink of big change. And what is change? It's uncomfortable. So we are asked to see this discomfort as something that is necessary to the change that is happening. And I never felt like this before today where I do feel like this could be in our lifetime that this takes place. But I have one of my guides coming through this saying right now, which kind of contradicts something I felt the other day within myself, which is that we do have to 
choose a peaceful course forward. It's like they're making us feel like this discomfort and this anger is rising within us for good reason. But it's also here to teach us that even in times of great hostility, peace is always the only way out. If you find yourself in a war with somebody, some situation, something, you can feel that war for years. And in the end, it is always peace that prevails. So your task for July moving forward is where can you create a sense of peace amongst this discomfort? This is the task. This is going to require an incredibly devoted level of self-awareness and self-care. This is creating space. This is creating opportunity. This is creating systems within your own life to prioritize self-care. This is time to stop and slow down. This is time to choose very differently. There's a big lifestyle change coming up. I sense this so deeply. We have been using the term self-care to be very luxurious, a privilege. Spirit is here to say at this time, it is necessary. It is one of our greatest necessities in the path forward. This is no longer seen as something that is a privilege. This is what we need to learn to prioritize. They make me feel that we'll be breaking away from this energy of self-care to be nails, hair, massages, luxurious items, to be moments and pockets of peace in our own homes in our own vehicles, at our local parks, at our local beaches, at our local watering holes. The real self-care is just in those moments of stillness. And there's something about everyone doing this at once. There's a time where this sinks up. And what they show me is there's a time that syncs up, and I don't know when this is, but there's enough of us at one time taking this moment of self-care, this moment of stillness. And there's something that happens energetically to the entire planet. It's almost like a brain rewiring. And it creates a moment of great change. Wow. And they show me that it's almost in hindsight, it's almost in reflection, we look at this and like, what happened that made this great change? And we collectively realize it was just stopping for a moment. Stop. Just stop. They're showing me when the pandemic first happened and then the plane stopped, the buses stopped. They're showing me the Vienna channels turning blue and dolphins returning to bodies of water that were once polluted. That level of stillness that created great change. But there's a resistance to that change. 
because there are beings who want to keep us so busy that we lose ourselves and we continue to lose ourselves. So the greatest resistance is stillness. The greatest resistance is self-care and self-care is that stillness. Wow. So our best weapon of choice, shall we say, is going to be peace. And it starts inside. It starts with each and every one of us individually. We can't walk around promoting peace at this time. It will fall on deaf ears. We need to experience it ourselves first. And they do make me feel that we will only need to experience this once or twice to be motivated to continue to do it. And they show me that one person doing this, five more people will do it. One more person doing it, five more people will do it. There's this ripple effect that I'm seeing over the landscape of Earth. And they also bring me 2024 in my mind as I talk about this as well. And it's okay to be angry. And it's okay to feel afraid. And it's okay to feel anything but peace in this moment. But there is an opportunity amongst all this to sit, even just for a moment. One moment at a time. And that will be create the biggest change for humanity. Yes, we are spirits. Yes, we are souls. But we chose here to be amongst each other in our humanity. And this, honoring the humanity, not escaping the human experience, supports the evolution and the expansion on the other side more than trying to constantly get to the other side while we're here. And I feel like some people really need to hear this. So I feel like I went where you needed me to go. And I feel like I've been going for a very long time already. So I'm just going to pull one or two cards. Because that's my... Ooh, I'm very, very, very lightheaded. So I hope you received these messages with an open heart and I just want you to know I just looked quickly at two cards that I pulled and one is a one card passion ignited there's a lot of people who are going to step into their purpose this month and I think that everything that has happened so far this year in the past couple years we've kind of reached a point of no return we've reached this point of now what? Right? The past is over. Now what? And there's a lot of people who come into this now what energy. And with a renewed sense of passion and certainty for themselves, they start to walk their path forward. That is a new beginning of sorts. Okay? You know, it's the new moon that I am actually recording this and they're bringing that to my awareness around this. New beginnings. 
It's almost like we're entering another phase. This is officially the second half of 2022, a wild year so far. So don't think that all this anger and all this rage and all this uncertainty, all these heightened emotions is a bad thing. Because they do make me feel that so many of us will be waking up from this into more aligned ways of being. And just prioritizing our passions is how they make me feel. And the last thing that they make me feel is just we are being celebrated so hard right now from those on the other side, those that have gone home before us, those who are coming in at a later time, our guides, our inspirers, our angels. They are with us at levels like we have never experienced before on this planet. And they are celebrating us. It wasn't an easy decision to come here during this time. So much so that so many chose not to, but you did choose to come here. And though it may not feel incredibly celebratory at this moment, we are greatly revered. We are greatly celebrated by those on the other side watching us. They see the higher path. They see the greater intention of everything that is happening right now. And they do show me us continuing to move forward, but never forgetting one another in our humanity as well as our spirit. So I feel like this is a good place to leave you. I don't know how I feel about these messages. I already don't remember half of what I said. I do hope you find it helpful. I do hope you find it inspirational to move forward in the month ahead. I do hope that everyone can resonate with the energy that I show up in during these times because they're very hard times for me, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically. But I do feel like spirit gifted me a platform and I do feel that even when things are really hard for me, sometimes the best path is just forward. So I show up for you guys in my most tender of moments. Thank you for spending this 30 minutes with me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for always letting me know how the work that I do on that behalf of the world of spirit impacts you in any way, shape, or form. And yeah, if you want to join me for a whole week of connecting in with our spirit teams and our spirit guides and getting clear on the guidance that they are like giving us all the time, but that we just may not be consciously aware of. I will be live five days next week in the Spirit School community, which is now off social media, which I'm incredibly passionate about, free of algorithms and a lot of noise. And so this is brand new, just launched, and we already have over 100 people in this space. So I do invite you all. It's a free community, and I will be kicking it off with a five-day Spirit Guide experience. And I hope to see you in Spirit School. 
Did you know that Spirit School is not just a podcast? It's an actual school. If you go to myspiritschool.com, you can invest in self-study courses, live programs, and of course, the Spirit School Collective, my baby, my monthly membership community. All Spirit School offerings are intended to get you feeling clear, confident, and connected to your spiritual path, your development journey, and of course, connected to other spiritual curious souls who are having similar experiences to you. I hope to see you in Spirit School.